Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Purihin ang Panginoon sa araw na ito at tayo ay muling uh, binigyan ng Panginoon ng pagkakataon na uh, magsama-sama online dito sa tinatawag natin na uh, Online Place of Grace or Morning Devo. So, I welcome all of you dito sa ating uh, gawain na ito wherein we are uh, recentering ourselves upon the presence of God you know, and focusing upon the Spirit of the Lord, who wants to speak to us through His Word. So, nandito po tayo ngayon sa presensya ng Panginoon. He is the one who has, who has uh, invited us and we responded. That's why we're here. So, thanks be to God. I-ready po natin ang ating mga sarili. Uh, let's um, just pause and uh, breathe deeply. You know, uh, at kung may mga inasikaso tayo, ginagawa tayo, uh, please, uh, you know, stop muna. And let's just focus on what the Spirit of God uh, may be saying to us personally. I do believe sa mga devotions na ganito, God may use a word or a phrase or a scripture or whatever to impress upon us, you know, uh, a personal message sa atin. So we should pay attention. If you have a journal or a notebook, mas maganda, you could jot down notes. Or if you are techie, you know, you can use yung mga notepads, uh, inyong cell phone, or whatever. Um, so, i-ready na po natin ang ating mga sarili, no? purihin ang ating Panginoon. Our topic is entitled, Accepting God's Invitation. And this has to do with that imagery, or yung larawan, that is very uh, prominent, no? especially in the New Testament, concerning uh, the final culmination no? of the Kingdom of God. When the Lord would recreate everything, no, the uh, new heavens and new earth. In other words, a new creation that God promises, you know, in His Word, na mangyayari, wherein all things will become new. And uh, it's just a imagery or yung larawan to describe that uh, event is that of a feast or a wedding feast, to be more specific. So handaan. And uh, toward that, of course, is the announcement of uh, God's invitation to everyone to accept, no? Yung invitation niya to be part of uh, this wedding feast in the future. So, that's what we want to look at, no? Uh, God's invitation, which is ongoing right now, no? In many different ways, through the preaching of the gospel, uh, the work of evangelism that is going on all over the world, um, you know, it is given to everyone, itong invitation na to, uh, everyone is addressed, everyone is being invited, pero not everyone is willing to accept his invitation. God graciously, uh, you know, announces yung ano, invitation to be part of this future wedding feast. Pero may kanya-kanyang dahilan ng mga tao. 
And this is the reason why many today are still lost, ano? and they are going to be lost eventually pag dumating na yung time. Uh, either when they die, because the Bible says na it is appointed for everyone to die once and then to face judgment, or, uh, you know, pag dumating na ang Panginoon. And interestingly, ngayon sa social media and uh, ewan ko kung nababasa nyo, mayroong mga, may mga usapan tukol dito. And of course, people are reacting. Lalo-lalo na pag napag-uusapan yung may mga taong hindi makakasama. You know? So, may mga offended na mga tao. And um, yeah, recently, mayroong interview sa parang podcast or sa Spotify. Uh, and this is generating a lot of uh, social media heat, you know? But anyway, the fact is, uh, not everyone really would enter that wedding feast, even though everyone is being invited. So, God's salvation is being offered free of charge right now, uh, by grace through faith. Pero many are just setting it aside, uh, disregarding it. Uh, and uh, I do believe na for as long as people are rejecting God's offer of grace, uh, then they are making the choice no, of not being there doon sa wedding feast na yun, when the time comes. I always wonder, yung mga tao minsan parang, ang ibig mo sabihin, ganito, hindi ay makakapunta sa langit, etc. And I always would like to throw out yung question na, would God force a person who doesn't want to be in His presence to be in His presence? <laughs> so, ibig ko sabihin, if a person doesn't really want to be with God, would God force that person to be with Him? So, think about that, no? Um, so, let's read our passage for today, no? Uh, we need to really accept God's invitation right now offered to us through the gospel so that we can experience His salvation. No? And that's a common theme na napag-uusapan na natin ever since we started studying the gospel of Luke. So, tingnan natin ngayon ang Luke 14, verses 15 to 24, and then we'll pray and ask God to guide us and speak to us sa meditation natin itong passage na to. So, verse 15. When one of those at the table, and remember we are in a meal context dito starting in verse 1 sa chapter 14. So when one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the man who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. So they knew about that uh, theology. Sabi sa verse 16, Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have just bought a field, and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen, and I am on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I just got married, no? So I can't come. And then in verse 21, the servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant, Go out quickly 
into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Verse 22, Sir, the servant said, What you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Verse 23, Then the master told his servant, Go out to the roads and country lanes and make them come in, so that my house will be full. And then finally in verse 24, Sabini Jesus, I tell you, not one of those men who were invited will get a, will get a taste of my banquet. Thanks be to God. So this is the passage that the Lord has assigned to us to meditate upon. Kaya manalangin po tayo. Let's pray and ask God to guide us. Let's open our hearts to the Lord. At uh, magkaroon po tayo ng, ano, ng humility to really listen and pay attention. Let us pray. Dear Lord, uh, thank you so much for today. As we look forward, Panginoon, to this coming weekend, Lord, I pray that you would speak to our hearts even today, even now, as we meditate upon your word. Gamitin mo ako, Panginoon, by your grace and mercy, I offer myself to you, Lord, as a living sacrifice. May you use me, Lord, to speak to the people who are listening right now. Dalain ko po, dear God, now we would hear your word and that we would be able to respond faithfully as you help us understand. So, maraming salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and uh, itong time na ito of our uh, morning devotions. Maraming salamat, Panginoon. Pinupuri ka namin, pinasasalamatan sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen and Amen. So, today, today or now is indeed the time of invitation. So itong uh, usapin na ito na nabasa natin sa Luke 14 really gives us a picture of what the Lord is doing right now. He's uh, inviting people, no? Because uh, the the wedding feast is about to to happen. Now, even though uh, you know na parang matagal na since Jesus came, it's been more than 2000 years. Uh, and we're looking forward to the day that the Lord said He will return. And so, parang matagal na panahon na yun. But, you know, gaya nga na sinabi ni Peter, a thousand years is just but a day to the Lord. Diba? So, in other words, we're in the waiting period, pero at the same time, this is the invitation period. Uh, and uh, ngayon, yung time wherein we must respond, no? And um, ang question natin this morning that we want to meditate upon is that um, why is it important no, to personally accept God's invitation no, as soon as possible? And this has been the topic or the theme of the gospel uh, right from the very beginning no, nung binabasa natin itong look at pinag-aaralan natin. From uh, chapters 1 to 9, um, there is first that Emphasis on the identity of Jesus, who He is. No, He is the Son of God, the Messiah, the Christ. And um, until the you know, until chapter nine, verse twenty-one, you know, even the disciples themselves, who were quite confused at the beginning, eventually were realizing that Jesus is more than just a good teacher. Kaya nga po kung tayo ay nagagabay sa isang tao to 
to really come to know the Lord. No? Kung gusto natin matulungan ng isang tao to be saved, one of the best things to do is to study Luke 1 hanggang chapter 9, verse 20. And once a person naman starts to believe and follow the Lord through water baptism, it will be good to continue on yung meditations from chapter 9, verse 21 hanggang matapos ang Gospel of Luke. Because especially yung hanggang chapter 19, which is really all about discipleship. And we're right now in the middle of that. We are now in Luke 14. So, uh, patuloy na siya challenge ng Panginoon ng mga tao na nakikinig sa Kanya to believe in the gospel and the good news that He has come to announce. And so, uh, kailangan din tayo na mag-respond kung hindi pa natin nagagawa ito or kung nagawa man natin half-heartedly, now is the time for us to really take it seriously. No? And there are three reasons why. Okay, you know, we want to start off with a uh, interesting comment uh, from one of the guests. You know, um, basahin natin yun. You know? Sabi sa verse 15, When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the man who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. Well, it's because Jesus was talking about you know being blessed uh, at the time of uh, the coming you know, of the resurrection and, and all of that. So, itong tao na to presumes no, na kasali siya dun, no? Kaya sabi niya, blessed is the man. So, feeling niya na included siya dun, no? Medyo feeling ero siya. No? Uh, and, and so, this is really, I believe, the first reason why. And I think, lalo na lalo na recently, maraming mga conversations about, you know, Sino ba yung pupunta sa heaven? Uh, and I remember na I was listening partly lang dun sa interview na parang nagtatanong yung isang, uh, ewan ko kung interviewer ba yun or vlogger, whatever you call it. Uh, so, ibig mo sabihin, pag mabait ang isang tao, you know, di siya pupunta sa heaven. No? Or, uh, you know, or saan pupunta yung ano, yung mga tao na, uh, you know, unbeliever, buta sila sa hell. So, ano mangyayari sa kanila doon? And so forth and so on. So, all of that conversation is really based on mga sari-sari mga presumptions. One of which I believe is very, you know, crucial, lalo na dito sa text na binabasa natin. Because here is a man who's presuming because he's an Israelite or a Jew. And so, therefore, meron siyang special privilege. Is going to be part of that wedding feast. And it doesn't really matter whether he believes in Jesus or not. Now today, ito yung dividing line. It's really all about Jesus. And uh, people are basically saying, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter or hindi naman ganun importante if I believe in Jesus or not. Basta I would just be a good person, you know. Papakabait lang ako at hindi ako gagawa ng masama. And I'm sure God in His mercy will bring me to heaven. In fact, you know, meron pa nga mas parang malala pang paniniwala na uh, regardless, kahit hindi ka na nga gumawa ng mabuti, just the fact that hindi ka naman katulad ni Hitler siguro or ni Genghis Khan, you know, some, something worse like that. If you're just an ordinary person, when you die, you go to heaven. So, wala na even yung paggawa ng mabuti dun sa usapan na yun. It's just basically assumed, no? 
that everybody goes to heaven. Even dogs go to heaven. No? Now, of course, it's really based on a lot of presumptions. Like, for example, yung idea na yung heaven talaga ang pinaka-goal, which is not really what the Bible says, you know. Uh, heaven is not really the ultimate goal. It's the uh, intermediate state. In other words, it's where we go habang hindi pa na-fulfill yung everything that God has uh, promised, you know. In other words, ang talagang final ano natin, uh, lugar natin, final destination natin is a new heavens and a new earth. A new creation, in other words, it's a new, it's a new earth. Dito tayo, no? sa mundong ito, pero it's going to be new, totally new. There will be no more death or sickness. And other, aside from that, the Lord will be with us forever. Dito, re, uh, you know, reigning uh, in this new creation. So, we will live forever in the presence of God dito sa panibagong mundong ito. Hindi sa, of course, itong mundo na ito will, will end as it is, itong temporal and physical world, and a new world will be created. <clears throat> and that's what the Bible actually says concerning our ikanga destination. And that new world, of course, will be a world without death and sin and suffering and so forth. Wala yung mga negative things that we are experiencing right now. And the Lord will be there, no, with us. And we will see Him face to face and so forth. So yung heaven talaga is not really the, the final destination. It's just the intermediate one. It's where we go to. Uh, in fact, wala pa tayong uh, resurrection bodies when we go there. We're just spirits, you know. Pero the day will come when the Lord will, you know, bring about yung tinatawag na resurrection, wherein we will have a spiritual body that will never die. So again, uh, that shows you na temporary lang yan. And there's also a lot of presumption na parang, you know, God would be so unfair na, well, kung mabait ka naman, okay, in this case, kung hudyo ka naman, why is it hindi ka kasama? No? So, if you're a person na uh, parang gumagawa ng mabuti, you know, surely, you know, God would not reject you. Uh, and just because hindi ka Christian, doesn't mean you will go to hell. So, sa katerbang mga presumptions yan, you know? um, But it is wrong to presume that we are saved, except through faith in Jesus. Yun talaga yung dividing line. Uh, what do you believe about Jesus? Who is Jesus for you? You know? And uh, all these arguments and all these discussions about paano naman tong ganito, paano yung ganyan, it's all missing a very important point, no? Jesus is making the invitation to all to come and be part of the wedding feast of the Lamb. Uh, and this person na kausap niya rito sa particular incident na to was presuming na hindi niya kinakailangan he doesn't have to surrender his life to Jesus. He doesn't have to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the Messiah, the Christ. In other words, he can just continue on being a faithful Jew. And basically, he's confident, although false confidence, he will be confident that he will be saved. Even today, you know, marami mga tao thinks that going to church is their assurance that they will be saved. Okay, pinanganak sila na sa isang Christian family, so they assume that they will be saved. All of these presumptions are wrong. And uh, nakakalungkot if the day would come when they would realize na they made a terrible mistake. And so that's why, this is the first reason why I believe 
it is important to personally accept Jesus Christ as Lord of all. So it is wrong to presume. This is the first reason. Talagang wag mong i-assume yan, no? Just because mabait ka or whatever. You have to personally decide to put your faith in Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life. At hindi lang of your life, as Lord and Savior talaga. You must believe in Him and so therefore submit your life to Him in total surrender. Why? Because it is wrong for you to presume. Uh, just because mabait ka or meron kang ethnic background or whatever, you know. Like I said, you know, if you don't want to, God will not force you. Amen? Kung ayaw mo talagang makasama dyan sa new creation na yan, and, and even though God is inviting you, you know, just just think about that. Some people are saying, hindi, makakapunta ako doon kasi mabait naman ako. But do you really want to? And if you say, well, yes, of course. But why don't you accept his invitation right now? Why delay it? Unless you don't really want to. Diba? And that's what we see in the second aspect nitong passage na to. It is foolish to prioritize other things. Because that's exactly what we see in this particular parable. No? Tingnan natin sa verses uh, uh, 16 to 20. Kung ano yung nangyari. So Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. Now usually, uh, you know, in the first century, or even in the past, traditional nila now, when they're going to have a great banquet, they will start giving the invitations long before the actual banquet. So, merong initial invitation. Uh, and then, kapag uh, malapit na, there will be another one. Okay? So, a certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. Now, verse 17. At the time uh, of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited. So, yung naunang in-invite. Come, for everything is now ready. So, this is now the second, no? Uh, there is, kumbaga, ito yung penultimate. Ano na, malapit na. Come, for everything is now ready. And then in verse 18, But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have just bought a field, and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. So, bumili siya ng isang field. No? Mukhang may pera naman siya. And then sabi niya, I must go and, and see it. Now, actually, he doesn't have to go, di ba? Kung titingnan mo sa... Pag inisip mo, he can attend the feast and then later on he can go, di ba? And see it. Uh, usually, yung feast naman ng araw is just about a week. Lalo na kung wedding feast yan. So, it's just a short delay. Anyway, sabi niya, please excuse me. Again, in verse 19, another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen. Now, that's a lot. Mas mayaman ito kaysa doon sa nauna. Because it only takes one oxen to take care of one field. So, sabi niya, I have just bought five yoke of oxen. So, this is a guy who is quite rich. Marami siyang fields, you know. And I'm on my way to try them out. Okay? Gusto niyang uh, testing. Again, pwede naman niyang gawin yun later on. Uh, and please take note na itong mga excuses na to are not 
bad or evil in themselves. These are actually just normal things. Now, masasabi natin na people take care of. Uh, and then, you know, sabi sa verse 20, still another said, I just got married, so I can't come. Now, you know, uh, of course, nakalagay yan sa Old Testament, if a person is married or just married, pwedeng hindi nga siya sumama sa gera. So, in other words, these are normal excuses. See, uh, Ignatius of Loyola, you know, uh, was someone who has uh, th thought about these things, you know, very carefully. And uh, he was the one who came up with the concept of uh, disordered attachments. And by that, he means na yung mga bagay na part of creation, part of God's gifts, which are not necessarily evil, okay? In fact, yun ang kanyang dinadrive at. Because uh, yung mga kausap niya are not those who are still ambivalent about good and evil, but rather yung mga tao who really want to desire, who really want to follow or rather obey God, no? And do what is good. So, yung binabanggit niya na disordered attachments are those things that are not evil in and of themselves, pero they are disordered. In terms of yung priority of loving God and glorifying His name, other things have become first. Kaya nga in the book of Revelation, ang rebuke ni Lord is to return to our first love. So, in other words, it is actually foolish to prioritize other things when the Lord is inviting us, not just to ikanga believe uh, in the first instance. I'm sure many of you right now nakikinig sa akin have already done that. You have already confessed Jesus as your Lord. You have uh, accept, accept, accepted Him in your heart as Lord and Savior, etc. And you are born again, and that's good. But I'm now just going to challenge each one of you because the invitation of the Lord no, to be ready for this coming soon feast is not simply parang a mere one-time transaction. It has to do with the whole mindset of readiness. No? And if you remember, no, uh, sinasabi nga no, ni, ni Jesus in the story, okay? Everything is now ready. In other words, uh, what Jesus is saying is not just parang, okay, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, and then you just go about doing whatever you like. The whole idea here is to be in a state of readiness. Kasi, you know, the wedding feast is now ready to be revealed. So, madaling salata, you know, no one knows the day or the hour, but Jesus will come again and establish, uh, you know, a new heaven and new earth. And there will be this wedding feast of all people who have believed in His name. So, it is foolish actually that you would prioritize other things more than the kingdom of God. In another passage, in Abini Jesus, seek first the kingdom of God. And what is the kingdom of God? Well, there's a Lord's prayer. Sinasabi doon, di ba? Uh, Lord, uh, may your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, yung turo ni Jesus na yun gives us an idea of what the kingdom of God is all about. It's about the will of God being fulfilled here on earth. 
So wherever and whenever a person uh, is submitting his life to the will of God so that the will of God becomes the priority, that is where the kingdom of God is operating. And sure enough, this is not a one-time thing. You know, what is sad is that marami mga mananampalataya fail to understand that. They think that, uh, you know, they have already responded to the invitation kasi they already said the sinner's prayer. But right now, if you look at their lives, they have all other kinds of priorities. And they are not in the state of readiness toward the, you know, soon-to-happen uh, wedding feast of the Lamb. Sa madaling sata, sa Tagalog, uh, malapit na at mangyayari na, and we are not ready for it. There are so many things na ginagawa natin which are not evil in and of themselves. Pero, you know, the purpose to which God has saved us, you know, and ang purpose nun is so that we may glorify Him by fulfilling uh, the mission that He has prepared for us in advance. We are part of the bigger picture. So, we really need to think about that. So, okay, this is the second reason. It is foolish to prioritize other things. And the last reason, you know, it is sad to prefer the judgment of God. In other words, ayaw mong tanggapin yung invitation, mas gusto mo that you will be judged by God. And that's what we see in verse 21 to 24. Now, this is sobering, no? Masayin natin. The servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant, go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Now, Jesus already thought about this nung ina-address niya yung mga Pharisees. Sabi niya, when you, you know, when you have a party, don't invite those who can invite you back. Instead, invite, you know, yung mga poor, crippled, the blind, who cannot uh, really invite you back. Then you will be blessed. And so now here he's applying the same principle. That in invite niya, in invite niya yung mga Jews to be the first recipients nitong invitation na to. Pero they refuse to, ano, to uh, take that as a great privilege. Instead, binabaliwala nila. So sabi ni Jesus dito sa story, Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Now, there is a twist. This is verse 22. Sabi, Sir, the servant said, What you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Okay? Then the master, Sabi, verse 23, told his servant, Go out to the roads and country lanes and make them come in so that my house will be full. So, this is a picture, and if we think about it, first, he's referring sa mga sinners within Israel, you know, the lost sheep, ika nga. Ito sa unang binanggit niya, yung go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. So, he's referring actually to the to those who are called, uh, quote-unquote, sinners. Di ka told mga Pharisees and teachers of the law who presume na sila ay righteous. <clears throat> so, ina-address ni Jesus dito, yung mga tao, like the prostitutes, the, you know, the sinners, those who were following the Lord Jesus at that time. Now, 
Dito sa pangalawa, sabi niya, go out to the roads and country lanes. He's now referring to the Gentiles. He's now referring to everyone else out there in the world who would care to listen. Uh, excuse, excuse me. <coughs> Uminom lang ako. So, this is referring ngayon, well, sa atin, tayo. Tying in your recipients, itong invitation ito. The invitation of God has gone out into the world right now. And so, here's the verdict, sabi niya sa verse 24. I tell you, not one of those men who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. And so, therefore, he's saying, uh, if you prefer na wag dumalo, then sorry ka nalang because you will not be part of it. So, this is the third reason. <clears throat> it is sad to prefer the judgment of God. Like I said kanina when I was starting, God will not force anyone who doesn't want to be with God forever in His new creation. Kung ayaw nila, and at yung decision na yun begins now. What I mean is that if I truly want to be part of it, then I would not just simply accept Jesus as my Lord, but each and every day I will be in a state of readiness because I'm anticipating it. So I will live my life based on the priorities of the kingdom of God because I really want to be part of it. Now, it doesn't mean that salvation is by works, but it does mean you know, that if it is indeed by grace, then therefore I am going to respond to that in faith. So these are the reasons it is wrong to presume that we are saved. It is foolish to prioritize other things. And it is sad to prefer the judgment of God. And how do we show that uh, decision? By living our lives contrary to the kingdom of God. So, accepting God's invitation is the key to experiencing God's salvation. Kung tayo po ay magsisisi at magta-turn around ang buhay natin, surrendering ourselves to the Lord so that He may reign and rule in our lives as we wait for that blessed day. Hindi natin alam kung kailan. This is how we experience God's salvation. So ang pagtanggap sa paanyaya ng Diyos, ang susi, sa pagdanas ng kaligtasan ng Diyos. And it starts now, but it doesn't end now. The state of being ready must continue on as we await that day that the Lord Jesus said, no, that He will return and the wedding feast of the Lamb will actually begin. And that is the kingdom of God. So, kung ikaw ay nakikiling ngayon, kapatid, if you have already believed in the Lord Jesus, well and good, now my question to you is this, are you in a state of readiness? Are you excited that the wedding feast is about to begin? So much so that you arrange your life right now in full anticipation of that. Or are you busy with so many other things? You see, God will not force you to be in His kingdom if you don't want to. And today is uh, the day that we need to think about that. 
Wag lang natin i-congratulate ang sarili natin that we accepted the Lord many years ago. But right now, we are not in a state of readiness and anticipation. So we should repent from that. We should be one of those excited guests, no, you know, talaga looking forward to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Tayo po'y manalangin. Dear Lord, purihin ka. Maraming salamat sa iyong paanyaya sa amin to be part of the wedding feast that is going to happen uh, sometime in the future. Hindi namin alam, Lord, kung kailan. Uh, we trust you. Ikaw ang nakakaalam ng timetable. But Lord, help us to live our lives with anticipation and readiness, knowing that it can come anytime. Tulungan niyo kami, Panginoon, to arrange our lives or to rearrange our lives in such a way na makikita yung excitement namin, yung anticipation, yung faith namin that you will come again very soon. Nawa, Lord God, that we would be diligent in fulfilling the task that you have prepared for us to serve you, Panginoon, so that when you come again, we will be ready. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash R-O-C-C-P-H-I-L. See you again.